Howdy, partner, and welcome to the Thomas Austin Show with your host, Thomas Austin. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, hi. How's it going? Going good for you? Eh. All right. Well, we're back at it again. Me, you, and this terrific voice I got going. Anyway, so, here on this journey of 2023, this podcast isn't the only creative outlet that I have planned. Every single month, I am working on a story. I'm giving focus to one because I have way too many to be working on just randomly. So if I can hyper-focus on one, maybe I can do something with it. And then at the end of the year, I might focus on one that just felt, I don't know, more... A story that needed for me to be working on. So... For the month of February, I have been working uh, this title. Um, Actually, I'm not going to tell the title. Someone might steal it. Who knows? I don't know who listens. Do you? So, let me paint a little picture. We're here in the West. Wild West. Don't know what state yet. Doesn't matter. There's an old man... And his grandson working on the farm. It's close to the young man's birthday. He's got a family member riding in. Should be coming in next couple of days. It's nighttime. Everything's getting settled. The grandfather heads back inside. Calls for the young boy. Let him know that dinner's ready. He goes inside, but off in the distance, there are riders approaching. Cut to a couple days. We we find ourselves looking at a group of people riding in, and lo and behold, the family member of the young boy's cousin, another grandchild of the old man, arrives to see his grandfather's place burned down, everything looking destroyed. Him and a couple of the people that are with him, they get off their horses, they search around, and they find the young boy nearly just on the brink of death. Which is unfortunate because the grandfather is deceased. I won't get into the details of that. Just because it's unimportant to the story for the moment. That's the opening. It's kind of got like a little, oh, what's going on? Heck if I know. Uh, 
But this is the start of the story. So, next part comes in. They take the young man to the nearest town, which isn't too far away. They're able to get him set up at the doctor's office. The town doesn't get too many visitors in terms of both from outsiders and from uh, the doctor's office themselves. So this is kind of a an event. Strangers coming from town, bringing in a person, which the town, most of the town folk do know him because it is the closest place to the to the farm. A couple people look as if they are familiar with the young man. But we can get more on that later. During their time in the town, the leaders of this little gang, uh, they devise a plan to set off everybody in their group out to try and get any information they can on if anybody had any issues with the grandfather. I don't know what that noise was. Did you hear that? I heard that. It was weird. Anyway, they're all out and about. Most of the townsfolk, they seem to be very apprehensive. Not really wanting to help them. Because they're strangers. They're new in town. You don't know what to, to really think about them. But one by one, each of their each of the group's progress is stopped by an officer. Which this town apparently seemingly has six. One sheriff. Five underlings. And each of the group's progress is stopped by, like I said, one of these men. It looked to be that one group was about to get some sort of information, so it's very unfortunate that they had to get stopped right here. As it turns out, this group that we've been following is a partially known outlaw gang. And so, they come to head with the lawmen. And one thing leads to another, leading to them getting kicked out of town. Now, with that being said, uh, before they, 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 they are given, not an ultimatum, but they're basically told, hey, you have until sunup tomorrow morning to get out of this town. Luckily enough, they are able to negotiate that one or two members from the gang is going to stay with the young boy. Just because there's already someone out there who didn't finish the job and they may want to do it. 
Well, during their little time out, they did happen to learn, some members of the group did happen to learn that there is a masquerade being planned. Because the mayor, he's big into old, you know, renaissance stuff, and so he likes to to show out for the town. And that night, there's a knock on the door outside of the uh, doctor's office. A couple of the people, they already went off to go make a camp outside of town. And they open the door, and they see three masks. So, they quickly bring them inside, discuss what it could possibly mean, and they discover, well, not discover, they they come to the realization that they can sneak into town with these masks because everyone's going to be dressed up wearing them. And so they got a plan and set to try and figure out who gave them the masks and what they want to talk about. So the plan is now set. And they choose to leave a individual with a boy who doesn't necessarily have that big of a rap sheet compared to the others. Now why the officers aren't going to arrest the the gang is because, well, quite frankly, there's more gunpower in the gang than what the officers are willing to handle. And they're they they don't come off as the most hmm, lawful men. So things set off and we'll pick back up with them in a little bit. Uh so during my time of writing, uh Music is a big, has a, has a massive role on inspiration, on jump-starting thoughts, scenes, or whatever in my head. And that holds true for this here. Now, however, I'm not going to necessarily get into what songs inspired it because, well, quite frankly, it's been a little bit since... Uh, I've been working on this one. This one's been about a year and a half or so of work. And well, quite frankly, it's not it's not quite done yet. I got this first little I don't know, arc or setting, I don't know what to say for this one. But I have this first part kind of planned out. And it's going to be a little expansive, which I'm pretty happy for, because a lot of times uh, my ideas are not necessarily that far thought out timeline-wise, where this one will probably take place for a couple of years. Uh, But yeah... Just a little insight to how my brain works. It's a bit rambly, but, you know, this is what you get when you get an unfiltered, unedited, untapped version of moi. There'll be another episode coming out uh, in a little while. 
that is a little bit longer and a little more better paced. So, Night of the Masquerade. Three members of the group, they go into town dressed up. They're able to kind of detect the lawmen. They're not necessarily hiding the fact that they are the officers, uh, but they're able to get by them and get into town, uh, which this will be also cut into the uh, doctor's office. Uh, the person there just doing the rounds, checking in. Everything seems pretty all right. Uh, at the campsite, others are feeling a little antsy that they're not there in case something goes down. Worry warts all around. So going back to the masquerade, the three individuals, they are able to find the person who uh, gave them the masks. However, around this time, so they, they've been there for a little while. They'll, they've been there for a little while, and when they find the person... They're starting to figure out things. They're like, okay, who are you? And before they're able to really inform the group of who they are and why they've helped them, gunshots rang out. Pow, 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 pow. The crowd, the, the town just all stopped to figure out where the gunshots are coming from. And it's from the doctor's office. So... The viewpoint goes back to the doctor's office. Inside, you have the guy who's watching the kid. I say kid. He's probably around 18, 19, somewhere in there. And this is moments before that takes place, before the gunshots. The guy hasn't has done the rounds, and he's just kind of mulling about. Checking in on the kid to see if he's still hanging in there. And he hears something outside and goes to investigate. When he does that, he notices that something so, something inside uh, is triggered. Or it's knocked over or something. Person comes in, sees an assailant, aims at him. Shoots, wings him, clips him, hits him? I don't know. It, it hits either their leg or their arm. I haven't decided quite yet. Uh, but they run off, and the person continues to shoot at them. They don't hit him anymore. And so now we're back together, equal timeline. People show up, and the police officers are like, hey... You, you should open fire in this town you can get out and then the people unveil themselves I, you know in like a show or movie you're like why would you do that but they do or maybe one of them does I don't know like I said I got I got like the bigger picture in plan the little the, getting there is the journey now uh one of them might show their face and they're like, hey, what's going on? And the person informs them that there was a person who was trying to kill the kid. 
and people are all, oh my god, what? Killed the child, oh my god, an assassin. Well, that's getting all stirred up. The sheriff, he's like, preposterous. You guys have just been trying to make some trouble in here since you got here. I want all of you gone, including the kid. And people are like, what? The kid? Getting rid of him? What monster? What fiend? And so to save face, the sheriff, he backpedals a little bit. He backpedals a little bit, and he's like, listen. I want you guys to not make trouble in my town. However, I can see that there is something going on with this kid. So I will concede that two of your gang can stay here, but you can't have any guns on you. And then the gang members are like, oh. How are we supposed to protect ourselves? I don't know why I did that voice. Anyway. So, they agree. The terms are settled. When the group goes back to the campsite, they relay it to the leaders. The lead, one of them isn't happy about it because that's his family member. The other leader is like, well, it's something. We can at least be there. And so that those two, the gang, okay, <clears throat> the gang is led by two people, Ethan and Henrik. They go way back. Their story I can elaborate more on if this st- this style of episode people take to. Uh, but one, Ethan is the one who's like, mm, I do not like this whatsoever. And then Henrik is the one who's like, hey, we got something. We're we're not completely kicked out of town. Let's just wait until he wakes up and then we'll go. Uh, So there's a little dissension there, but it gets mulled over. Those two are very level-headed when it comes to each other. And so a little time moves forward. And since there's two people allowed in town, One stays with the kid. One can leave freely and do whatever they want to do. And then this is when they get a note to meet at a location at a certain time. The details aren't important. You know, you know the story uh, beats for this part. Eventually they meet up. And here is the twist. The member who is meeting this person meets a woman and very surprised just because they haven't really interacted with any women out here uh, she spills the beans that her husband one of the deputies is or was the attacker Hearing about where he was shot at, like I said, it's either the leg or the shoulder. Uh, He comes in injured near the night of uh, the masquerade, and that just proved it to her. She was was a little hesitant at first. She heard some talks between a couple of him and the other deputies about some things that they might have done. 
And when that happened, she knew for sure and she wanted to let them know that the officers, they're going to be doing something soon to get rid of this gang and the kid. Now, with this information in hand, uh, he tells the other guy, hey, I got to go to the campsite. You got to keep things locked down here. And that creates a little... Uh, a little unease for the viewer, the audience, because now you got one person instead of two. They don't have any weapons, and they're trying to defend a person who actively has people trying to kill them. So what could happen next? And that may or may not be continued at another date. Because that's the end of time for this. Uh, So, with that being said, this is uh, something that I might do going forward each month. Uh, I'll probably try and do another episode like this for the story near the end of the month. Or maybe at the beginning of next month with another, with that month's, you know, designated story. Do one in the do an episode in the beginning, do an episode in the middle, do an episode near the end, just to kind of let you follow through with it. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you much for giving me your time. I know it's kind of an abrupt ending, but it can't give everything up, you know. I gotta have you coming back, and maybe I might dig into characters and details about them expanding on the gang because. I didn't do a whole lot. I gave you the leaders and their first names, but there's more to it that I have planned for them. Uh, but I thank you so much for stopping by, listening to this guy. Alrighty. Thank you for stopping by and giving a listen to this guy. If you want to follow me on any social media platform, I am on Twitter at Tom Austin Show. You can follow me on Instagram at Thomas Austin Show. I also have a Facebook at Tossin17Streams where you can find me streaming on occasion uh, on Xbox with the gamer tag Tossin17, capital T, Austin17. And also, if you want to send in an email, I have a Gmail for the Thomas Austin show at gmail.com. Alrighty. I hope you have a good one. And I hope you stop by again. Alrighty. Bye bye.